0: Sorry <laughs> real quick uh, <laughs> um Love we're, back. We're, we're back we're back uh who's Jesus. your first episode or how I many have you guys done we've done this this will be five oh, damn, damn. Who, who i i want to this I'm is, is so this is so i'm
1: gonna let's introduce ourselves i'm mason uh i'm rocky <laughs>
2: oh oh no oh, i guess no. i'm noah no i'm noah this is our guest he's a He's a silly guy. Uh, He was nice enough to come on the pod. But uh, I'd like to introduce to you uh, Mr. Diet Coke himself, Rocky Pajarito. Welcome to the ASMR Hour. (laughs) Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome to the most uh, stable podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I
2: feel... I've been
1: calling it that a lot when we've been recording. I feel safe. uh, That
2: might just be our our tagline. Coming to you Uh, live from the San Andreas (laughs) Fault. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the pod. This is... uh, It's on the list. It's
1: on the list. We've said it a lot. And uh, Rocky... Yeah, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I'm excited to be here.
2: Can how we give you? Uh, Can we give the viewer, the listeners, a little bit of a background on who you might be? Yeah. Oh, geez, sure. Uh, well, I
0: am a filmmaker, writer. Um, I play the drums. Um, I went <laughs> to college with Noah. Which nice, I met. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I just do comedy stuff around L.A. That's that's kind of my deal. Hell well, yeah.
1: Well, welcome to the show. Happy to have you. Happy Glad to, to be here. uh happy to just have a new guest and a new friend in the uh, in the chateau, in the recording chateau. It's a uh, place. <laughs> we well. are
2: uh, we are here today. Marin usually records but here. This is yeah, yeah, I read this out to Mary. <laughs> When he's talking about all the stuff on the wall, he takes that all with <laughs> him every <laughs> single time, and he puts it back up every show.
0: Mason, I know you're in. Mason, yeah.
2: let me in. Rucky, we, uh, we asked you to bring on both an album and a movie. We usually start with the album. Is cool. that cool with you? Absolutely. Do yeah. you want to kind of talk about what the album is and how you were sort of introduced to this album? Yes, sure. Uh, the album I picked is Gliss Riffer by Dan Deacon. Uh, he's an electronic uh,
0: composer and musician and weirdo. Uh, yes, let's all give a hand for Dan Deacon. <laughs> um... Yeah, I came across this album in 2015 when it came out. Um, I've heard about Dan Deacon before then, and never listened to any of his music. I knew it was kind of like a culty kind of electronic figure. And then I saw the music video for I'd say one of the singles on this album uh, when I was done dying. Yeah, it was adult, okay. Yeah, it was commissioned as part of Adult Swim's amazing show Off the Air, and uh, they got like nine of their favorite animators to make this. Huge, expansive, multi-visual kind of project music video, and uh, I remember being like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." Yeah, and that, then, music,
1: that video fucking rocks. It's amazing. It's yeah, really, uh, it's yeah. like it's, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's 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 like all animated. Yeah, and it's you know we'll get into the meat of that song. Cause I, I I love that song so much. It's too. amazing. We'll just, yeah, but it's like this animated, just sort of like uh, uh just like trip basically.
0: Yeah, uh, the song itself too is also just a bit of a psychedelic experience yes. in general. Yeah.
1: Uh, this is a this yeah. It's a, I th- it is called Glist I thought it was. I, so I've been calling it Glass Reffer probably oh. for two
0: years, two,
2: three years. Oh, I feel no. like that's a very different album. <laughs> it's yeah. like on this, yeah. yeah
0: like, that would be pretty good.
2: It's like, like a, a metal Krab- album almost. Krabopel?
0: I've been calling her Miss
2: Whoa! <laughs> on, do we actually know what a gliss riffer is?
0: It is a reference to glissando, which is a type of mm-hmm. thing where if you're on a piano, you're kind of gliding your hand along all the notes. Oh, because yeah. he has a lot of arpeggios in his music. Like he he plays with a player piano, oh, so sure. he often has a piano that's like doing like really inhuman speeds of music on a on a human piano. Okay, um, through a MIDI on his computer, and yeah. then riffer is you know to riff. Sure, like yeah. And it's got a
2: gray and I guess that makes sense why the uh, why the album artwork on this is so crazy. I love exactly, the album yeah. It's that, so yeah. that little hand with all its different colors and like I guess that makes sense. I was thinking, what the fuck is a Gliss Ripper? <laughs> Why do you call it Gliss Ripper? Yeah. But uh um, The typo okay.
0: he meant Glass River. actually. I love that <laughs> I That
2: album was real That
0: album's fucking great
2: That album is it's uh
1: it's uh stripped down acoustic covers of the song <laughs> <laughs> on Gliss Ripper. Um <laughs> It's the piano guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, are you familiar with this album before?
2: I had never heard of this before. Ever. Mm, yeah. I this was a brand new Thing for me Cool um, yeah. Did you Mason were you Did you know Who they I think had, it was
1: I had So I had heard Feel, Feel the lightning mm-hmm. I heard for the first time In I think February 2016 Nice So that would have been Like right I was like my kind of Last leg of my time In Chicago mm-hmm. And uh, so I heard Feel the lightning I might have popped up On like a discover weekly And I'm like this Is great And then I never <laughs> listened <to> the rest <laughs> of the album and I was going through my life I came up to LA And then uh, When I was done dying Popped up on like A discover weekly Or came in my thing And mm-hmm. that just kind of Became my song for like this like the last part of that summer like sure. i would listen to that uh and just like run when i was at the gym i was just like this yeah. i just gotta it just uh uh and i had not actually listened to the full album probably in 2016 so this is a, f- a great album to revisit um mm-hmm. i think it's it, this album's fucking great like it's I just, crazy yeah, yeah. i was, I think that it's just um we talked about royal headache on this out al- on the show mm-hmm. we've talked about randy newman on the show oh, this wow, is nice. um not it's i love just like expanding just the kind of the the the, the thing that we're talking here sure. this is a, an elect, if you're not familiar uh dan deacon's like an electronic kind of guy mm-hmm. um very uh uh percussive yeah very percussive and also which is pre- like do you like him because you're a drummer and you're just like i just like to feel the, feel it's, the fucking it, beats here
0: it, it certainly lined up i mean like when i first heard him um that certainly stood out to me and then over time I, uh, as I got like, really into him, and I'd see him live and stuff. I always yeah. thought he'd, he he's amazing when it's him and a drummer. Yeah, and like so, I, I, th- I think that definitely is that just like, it's just him
1: and like a uh, like a computer keyboard and like
0: a drummer. Just he like, has for... this he has this box filled with pedals and knobs and stuff like that that oh. he like <laughs> oh, yes. oh it's amazing it's like yeah. it's covered in neon tape and he just kind of like has like a bunch of arpeggios no and. Um, what's it called Ableton Live Ready and stuff like that so he's he's electronically riffing along with the songs and singing into like oh, three, wow. three different vocoders Hell and yeah. stuff but for his previous albums I'm this is a huge nerdy thing for me to no, be no, no, super please, into this, you're gonna nerd out this is
1: like the cool
0: point. yeah Excuse me. you're good um, so his previous albums had been really big group efforts uh, He was he's a composer he went to school for like mm-hmm. classical composition oh, wow! so oh, cool. in his previous bands he would go out with about 20 people and like it'd be like horns and two drummers and like three keyboard players gotcha. and stuff so he's like wow. he's a big uh, like group person but this album is a bit of a return to form for him where it's like he made this all on his computer by himself and then when he toured with the album it was with one drummer uh-huh. and so it's kind of like a much more intimate personal kind of thing wow yeah. yeah okay but he's definitely a percussive like he loves his drums and they're very intense and sometimes um, discombobulating yeah. like uh, to, to how fast and how loud and how uh, atonal and arrhythmic they are. Yeah. Um, but that's I think part of why I like him. He's a very um, maximalist kind of composer. That's the thing about this
1: album that I really appreciated this time. I listened like I do with most of the albums on the show so far is so I give him like two listens and mm-hmm. um, uh, because, like, you know,
2: just... just the first time music, it's so hard to just, like, really clean yeah, anything. Just, like, my, it's my, hard to point an opinion, yeah. yeah like,
1: my, uh, my, my just kind of mind is all over the place. Also, sure. So, yeah. you know, and especially... But this one is yeah. just something, like, you know, you put it in your headphones, and you just can kind of just, like, feel your entire... Like, it's like... It's something that... It's like an element you just kind of feel in your whole body. Yeah. Like, just kind of... Especially when I was done dying, like if you're not familiar with it, like that is a song. Uh, it's like very steep in like kind of psychedelic imag- imagery. Yeah. It's all about like, you know, like the minute after, like the moments after he died or whatever, he went on this like kind of insane vision quest or yeah. whatever. And, uh, but that's ju- it's like, it's just a movie that is, it's a movie. It's a song that is just so, uh, I think maximalist is such a good way to do it because it just, just like just hits you right in the chest yeah. and gets your blood going. And then like, Suddenly, like your entire just your entire body dissipates yep. and then comes back together. Oh, uh, so it's, good! It's yeah. so good. I mean, there's not a lot of other songs or music I can think that's like it, which is why it's like I love it so much. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I'll be honest. When I listen to his music, it is kind of like a full body high kind of thing. Yeah, like, I, he really is such a cathartic musician and i think yeah. this album has a lot of beautiful lyrics on it as well yeah because along with when i was done dying and feel the lightning these are songs about stress anxiety yeah um existentialism the
1: first half of the album is very much like doing like the first half uh, is very much like probably right up to learning to relax it's yeah to, is very much like him piling everything and yeah. those, i love i love the way that this album is structured where like the, the sort of uh like the more single and like, like the, the pop, pop songs the songs are, yeah. are like the first half and then most of the songs in the last part are like around like six seven minutes yeah
0: he puts on these like insane drum yeah. and percussion yeah like and you're just like supposed pieces. to just like kind of sit
1: and feel it
0: yeah and like really let it wash over you yeah because like, it feels like that he really he, like He makes music for movies nowadays. Like he's a composer, like for scores and stuff. He did a great documentary called Rat Film Mm -hmm. about Baltimore and it's uh, it's rat problem and how that um, relates to its racist history. Oh (laughs) wow, yeah, it's very beautiful. Um, Okay, where can people find that? It's on PBS, I believe. Oh, it's on PBS. It It was was a Sundance film, and the PBS put it out for free, I believe. Oh wow, yeah, okay. Uh, It's a a cool video essay style documentary. Um, He's also done stuff for like short films about cyclists, and um, he, he did one for an HBO sports documentary that's about competitive dog grooming oh. no shit yeah so he's like he's, he's a very versatile artist I love him so much for that but uh, yeah I this album does separate into two kind of modes where it's like his more heavy minded um, compositional percussion like you'd see this sitting in a concert hall kind of thing maybe yeah yeah and then the first half is much more like pop songs and like you know has lyrics to him and mm-hmm. could be played on the radio and stuff but I, I love all sections of it and learning to relax is I think my favorite song not only on the album, but maybe in my entire life. Really? <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, that's
2: your all-time favorite song. I, you know, it, I go into in moments, obviously. Sure, you know, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, putting it down on the table. Uh, no, <laughs> um, that is the song right now that has kind of done a number on me, and uh, okay. it means a lot to me. I, yeah. I listen to it a lot, and I think it's a very, very cool piece. I, uh, I, yeah,
1: I've been, I've been not to get too into it on the pod, not to get too heavy. I've been going mm. through it recently. Well, hey, same here, man. Yeah. You know, and this listening just. Uh, when I heard Learning to Relax, basically for the first time yesterday, I was taking the bus to the library. I was just like, oh, like this, it's, 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 it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to oh, be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? A, it's a real big hug of a song. It really is. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, what are, your, what, are your, what do you think about this? And All right. We've just been going on. So off I right don't now.
2: want to pull the string. <laughs> <up. laughs> but I didn't like this album very much. Hey! hey. Oof. Um, and it has nothing really to do with this album in particular. I just don't really care about this kind of music. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and and the then, personal preference kind of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Gotcha. Like I don't. Yeah. I think like when I actually like literally like right as feel the lightning came on, I went have to listen to this. for pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It was one of those from it was,
1: the, from this first millisecond. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> it was just one of those, and like you know, like it was one of those moments where like I had an interesting moment like freshman year of college where I didn't really know who LCD Sound System was. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I watched their documentary mm-hmm. "Shut Up and Play the Hits" oh, with yeah. my friend in his house. And it was kind of a moment where I just liked LCD sound system then. So I don't know if there's going to be a time. But I had heard them before, Mm -hmm. and I just wasn't into it. So maybe this is my exposure to that, where it's like, now I'm hearing Dan Deacon for the first time. I don't like it, but maybe if he has a shot of the it, type documentary <laughs> made about him, or like just time goes on and I'm in a specific time and place, yeah, maybe it's something I'll like more. Yeah. If I was a betting man, I would say that's not going to happen. <laughs> but at the same time, I can appreciate what it does for other people, right? And I can appreciate. I think my favorite song on the album is "Mind on Fire." Sure, I that's think that's a, good a great song. That's yeah. probably cool. my favorite. That was the song that like. I don't want to sound like a dumbass but to me it all kind of sounds the same in a lot of ways that's fair Fair. you know and uh, when I heard that I was like oh this is like a little bit feeling more singular on the album Mm. and so for me it was I gotta get through this for the pod but uh, I can't say I recommend it but I think that it is an interesting foray into a world that I don't know a lot about. True. Yeah. And so as someone who doesn't listen to this kind of music and someone who doesn't willingly want to listen to this yeah. kind of music, right. it was an interesting experience, but I can't say that I'd be like, you got to go out and listen to Gliss Rapper by Dandy." I
1: think with your, re- like, I like I respect your reservations on, yeah. on, on, on that. I don't know, there's something just like very complete about this album sure. that I, I really enjoy. And I think that... Uh, it, you know, with, like, kind of taking those reservations into account, I would, like, if someone was, like, looking for, like, kind of a, a jump into a new kind of music or, like, just, like, oh, like, what's thing like, I don't know if this would be, like, my first recommendation just because I have, like, yeah. such a long list, but mm-hmm. I do think that this, I would recommend this to somebody sure. definitely if they were, like, uh... If you if you just need something to just kind of like lose your your yourself in sure uh like mm-hmm. I, I love that you bring up LCD sound system yeah <laughs> because that's like that is that is a band uh, that just wants you to feel things yeah without <laughs> And a doubt. That, it's like the the, the 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 joy of LCD sound system is like finding communion in these like difficult and like these the, these the ideas of aging and seeing you yeah. know. Kind of the, the world go by you. Yeah, I seeing the world go by you. Yeah. Uh, but this is very much like a, an album that's like uh, you're, you're just going to have stress and anxiety no matter what. And it's you, – you, the, the gift that Dan Deacon gives us is just like, okay, I hear you, but here's how I'm going to just tr- – Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and I think uh, that, you know, if you can just allow yourself 45 minutes just to kind of get lost in something, yeah you want to do that, like that's – For sure. I think what's,
2: what's so interesting is you listen to this on the bus. Yeah. And I'm so interested in public transportation because it's a place – where nobody wants to be together yeah. And everybody <laughs> has to be together And so whatever you're going through Yourself Everyone else on that bus is going through something different exactly, So yeah. being able to internalize that music But also see There's another story, another person totally. going on Right oh, over yeah. there yeah. You know, There's people coming on and getting off We have no idea where that person's going when they're yeah. getting off That's a crazy place to listen to an album Like this yeah. Yeah. Regardless if you're listening to it for sort of that under-the-skin idea that uh-huh. he's talking about, or if you're just listening to it because you like the way it sounds. Yeah. yeah. It's just a really—and that is an interesting place to listen to music, and you have—you know, it's just crazy. You don't really ever think about, like, if listening to this in, like, a library would be different than listening to sure. this, like, right. in your room by yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. How does that change everything? And I listen to this mostly in my car, a little bit in my room, so I was, like, in transit, but I was also like, oh, okay, like, we're going to listen to this. I'm yeah. gonna, like— ah, Exactly. <laughs>
0: One last thing. Yeah. Um, you mentioned shut up and play the hits. Yeah. I yeah. love that movie. Um, there was a movie be, uh, being shot about this album. Are you kidding me? It was uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wham! City member Ben O'Brien was shooting concert footage for Dan Deacon for this album tour. No shit. And Dan Deacon has some of the most immersive live shows. That's what ever. it sounds like. What you've ever I seen. Bad, yeah. yeah. Like because he involves the audience uh, to a very interesting degree that almost feels. Kind of cultish, kind of weird, kind of summer campish and whatnot. Okay. Uh-huh. But it is again very cathartic if you're in the space and you're not, you don't have to be on drugs to enjoy it really. Right. But you kind of have to like you know be willing to give in to yourself as an individual, with sure. Community and whatnot. I think there's a lot of potential for a film like that to show what makes his music special to
2: the people. It is special for. hundred percent. You almost. Yeah. It's almost like getting that like I wasn't invited into the concert, but I'm looking through it in this little piece. Yeah. yeah. What's going on in there? Yeah. And so you don't necessarily have to. I don't know. Join one the Union to be Ascended or whatever it sounds like goes on in these concerts, but that's fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy that not only would he actually have his own concert movie, but a guy from Wham City yeah, exactly would doing a concert because he that? is original Wham City uh, Wham
0: City is, Are a, you kidding is a collective from Baltimore mm-hmm. they all came from SUNY Purchase, New York and the original collective was Robbie Ratcliffe who is currently working on Adult Swim stuff with other great comedians, uh, Dan Deacon who was a musician, sure. uh, Jimmy Joe Roche who's a filmmaker who made all of his original music videos, it's a huge collective of artists and Dan Deacon was one of the originals
2: And our our favorite boy, Alan Resnick. And our favorite
0: boy, Alan Resnick, is also a Wham City member. He made the music video for Learning to Relax on this album. Okay. Highly recommend. It is, I don't know how to describe it. It is uh, not really, uh, there's no narrative to it. It is just a visual art piece that happens as the song plays. Sure. And Mm -hmm. it is pretty beautiful to look at. Well, so I think Rocky, it's safe to say you would recommend this album. Oh, I hate this album. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone should listen to it. You just, Yeah, you you, you think
1: about it and you experience it just because it brings you so much just comfort. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I got to just share with the world how bad this thing (laughs) is. Um, I recommend it. And if you're a highly stressed out individual and like some esoteric art pop and art rock, you might like this one, too. Uh, uh. So I'm so glad that this was our prelude into <laughs> what the movie is.
1: Yeah, because the movie is a. Uh, I think it's also a good thing to watch if you're very <laughs> stressed. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rocky, do you want to pray Do you want to introduce yeah.
0: the film today? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Uh, today we are going to be discussing uh, the 2009. 2009-
2: Quote Classic. Unquote, quote unquote
0: comedy. Dark uh, comedy. Dark comedy. For sure. Dark, dark comedy. night comedy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dark night esque comedy. This is what came right before Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> they hey, did I mean, this.
0: It was, it was Dark Knight, Observe and Report, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. And Batman again, get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, of here. Yeah, I you. don't <laughs> care. That's the trilogy in our minds.
1: Yeah. Uh, Observe and Report, if you didn't catch it, is what we're talking about yes. today, folks. Jodie Hale, Ren directed Jodie Hale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might know from uh, Vice Principal. He's bounded down. He's bounded down. He this Way. He writes yeah.
0: Gemstones currently on, uh, on HBO. He's also the guy who saw the period blood on Jonah Hill's pants in Superbad, if you want to. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, it's him and Ben Best to the
2: guys on the couch. Dude, yeah. damn. R.I.P. Ben Best, not because he's dead, but just <laughs> because where is he? Where the fuck is that? Yeah. I
1: know, we we, we
2: miss and love Ben Best. I heard a story. Ben
0: Best, uh, after The Foot Fist Way, still had to work. Like, he was not, no, Hollywood was not knocking down the door right. for these guys yet. So he was like a catering guy on Talladega Nights, I think. Oh, wow. And so, and I think it was McKay or Farrell. who was like your truck, the truck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, what? I'm making hot dogs. So yeah. why did
1: you want to bring on Observe and Report to I you put quotations and marks around comedy. I think this movie's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's, I think it's a story. I do uh, too. Yeah. But it, it's like a, it's a, it's about as pitch black of a comedy as you can get.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, it when it came out, I found myself really being fascinated by it. Like, I really liked it. But even yeah. more fascinating was how much my friends did not like it. <laughs> sure I was like, why did that happen? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> well, Why I, am I not friends
2: with them? The yeah, like,
0: wait, what ha- what's going on? Um, so I kind of got into Jodie Hill and Danny McBride and Ben Best because of this movie, Discover the Foot Fist White, Eastbound and Down, was happening at, yeah. as yeah, yeah, it was going yeah, yeah. on. And so I was like, oh, that's, okay, cool. So they have, like, a platform to Perfect actually, time just, to get into these guys. Literally, yeah. yeah. Like, as they were on the rise. Um, and I learned that they were, like... Beloved by the Apatow
2: crowd, they like they saw Foot Fist Way. We're like, that was insane. We want to give you guys. Well, I listened to a podcast with Danny McBride, and apparently yeah. they make Jody Hill. You know, him and his dad and his mom put that whole movie <laughs> yeah. on credit cards, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they somehow get into Sundance, and they're like, this is going to be the thing that changes our yeah. lives, and no Nothing one happens. comes, yeah. no one sees the yeah, movie. I'm it's a bummer. Pull up the box office mojo on this real. Quick. Everyone doesn't go see this movie except. For Will Farrell and Adam McKay. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. in fact,
0: I think they get it on a DVD more yeah. than the actually screening, you know? So yeah. like they literally pass it back and forth and fell in love with it so much that they were like quoting it to each other and whatnot. They brought Danny McBride as um, what's his name? Fred Simmons. Fred Simmons. They, yeah. bring, they bring Danny McBride oh as Fred Simmons onto Conan to do a demonstration. Oh shit. But no one knew who Danny McBride was. So, so they just he, thought it was like this guy. This normal Taekwondo dude, and he like has a freak out on it, and it's very uncomfortable to watch. It sure <laughs> like is. no one's laughing, and then they like... And like, well, okay, thanks, Will, for bringing that guy. <laughs> <on."> <laughs> so put
1: this way, domestic total gross: uh, two hundred thirty-four thousand two hundred eighty-six dollars. Oh, that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> for that
2: movie. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, distributor Paramount Vantage. Yes. I don't think Paramount Vantage exists anymore. Not
0: anymore, which is dumb because they were the guys who had um, like No Country for Old Men. Well, do you want Here's what, the what, So on Pop uh,
1: Mojo, here's their top five.
2: Paramount Vantage. Paramount yep.
1: Vantage's top five uh, box office grocers. Number five, Into the Wild. Okay. John Penn, Emile Hirsch, based off the, the, Christopher, the uh, John Krakauer book about Christopher yes.
0: my, my assumption would have been that was like a Sony Pictures classic. R- it, feel,
1: it feels like one of the. It does movies. feel like a Sony Pictures or like a focus feature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, number, That's number, four. F- number four. Number four. Number four. Coming in hot with... Uh, oh, actually, I should th- throw the numbers up. Like, th- okay. This is how much these movies are gross. Into the Wild, number five. Uh, At uh about $18.3 million. Oh, wow. Roughly. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, number four. Coming in hot. Uh, 22 9.
0: Revolutionary Road. Okay. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I'm not going to
2: clap for that. I'm not going to clap for that. Now, that's Leo and Kate. That's
0: right? Leo and Kate. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Think Sam that, Mendes. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I think that that's. You know, you could probably attribute most of that growth to Star their Power. Star power. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that. Like, who doesn't out. want to see uh, our beloved friends from Titanic be extremely
0: miserable in the yeah, yes. together. Yeah, Titanic and the guy who made American Beauty. Yeah, two just push it out. And yeah. they just
1: and yeah. they
2: push it back about four decades. Mad
1: <laughs> Men <laughs> was like, uh, Mad Men was like hot. You know, it's the true. World. We just yeah. like to see. Uh, we like to see people. You in said this. that was
2: two thousand nine. Yeah. Mad Men just was Two thousand yeah, yeah. seven. Yeah. Like season two or three. We were there. So that's number four. That's number four. Okay. How much did it make? Twenty two nine. 22,
1: 9 uh, Number
0: 3 Number 3 Uh dollars Defiance I was gonna say Defiance <laughs> You were gonna say Defiance Because when i pop in um, The Foot Fist Way Or another Paramount Vantage movie That's the trailer That would pop up first <laughs> Wait, what is
2: Defiance? It's, I don't think I've ever heard of um, it. Oh, it's, it's a
0: Daniel Craig It's Ed's Way Oh It's a Nazi um, Actually,
2: So it's the prequel To Inglorious
0: Bastards. <laughs> it's in a lot of <laughs> Number no, 2 no, 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 no.
1: Number 2 Coming in hot at 34, 3 34, 3 uh I don't like this guy. Babel. Ah. Alejandro, Alejandro Gonzalez in your retail. Yeah, I'm not gonna applaud anything by an yeah, I I'll, I'll applaud okay. it. I'll you like it. Birdman?
2: Yeah, I love Birdman. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Come on, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um I am right in the middle. <laughs> I have never seen is it Babel? Is that Babel? Have, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never seen it. Uh, they showed
0: that to me in my class's history uh, film. For uh, what? For Mexican course. cinema? No, for like, it was like the 2000s pick, I think, or something Oh, somewhere. no shit. Like, that was
1: the movie that was chosen for the 2000s? Well, what? it was like
0: a bunch of 2000s movies, obviously. But that was... I, interesting I choice. It's, it's Interesting a, choice. Oh, I don't... I know. <laughs> I would have <laughs> yeah, picked it differently. The audience
1: isn't from, That's the one where it's... Because that's when... Uh, Alejandro Gonzalez and Yoritu was deep in his like oh everything is connected
0: kind yeah, of thing exactly. yeah exactly yeah, like 21 gram style yeah, yeah yeah
1: and it's like Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett, Kate like, Blanchett are like yeah. tourists in Mexico when she gets shot or something yep. and Ringo Kikuchi's
0: like, over in uh, I believe Tokyo uh, yeah and then like with, isn't yeah. that like there's like their housekeeper
1: is involved and, like their like Mexican housekeeper I think involved so or something. something like that Yeah, there's know. a lot of stories yeah. in that one yeah I uh, uh, maybe we'll get into getting
2: Gonzalez maybe that's something to do on the pop. maybe that's literally like we take a break from Everything this pod's about, and we just watch that movie. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that, not like right now, but like at some point, we just gotta yeah. watch that. That sounds crazy because I've never seen it. I've always heard mixed things about it. Yeah. That and like fucking Southland Tales, I but th- I know Southland oh, Tales is a know. different story. Ooh, I would love need to, to
1: watch, talk watch Southland Tales. I, it. It. I would. I've seen that was like uh, like I think July Fourth, twenty seventeen. I'm like fuck. It, I'm just gonna sit down and watch it. Yeah. And I was just like. God damn! Like, cool, this is like, sick, cool. This is like this is a movie uh, in twenty, made in two thousand seven, about yeah. twenty seventeen, and nobody was ready for it. So
0: cool! Yeah, uh, that, they had a director's cut screening like earlier this year. Oh, I was shit, like, really? I really should watch that because I know it's not going to happen. It yeah. <laughs> but I, it this is make only going to be a one time. Uh, but yeah? coming in number one. <laughs>
2: number one. <laughs> at forty
1: million dollars, Right on the dot. Forty million, two hundred twenty-two thousand, five hundred fourteen dollars. There will be blood. That's so. Okay, we love yeah. it. We love it. Exactly.
2: We love it We, 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 love, love, it. It. <laughs> we love it. We yeah. love it. You, you love to watch <laughs> it. Certain name. report does not track the top <laughs> five. <laughs> no.
0: Um, along with being a Paramount Advantage film, The Foot Fist Away was also the first Gary Sanchez movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, ah. Which is now defunct and rest in peace. I know. That's yeah, actual yeah. RIP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's the end of an era. But, uh, but yeah, McKay and Farrell championed them, got them to... Uh, make found it Down McKay directs one episode And simultaneously Seth Rogen used his clout To make Observe and Report Sure and Yeah Observe
1: and Report uh, Observe and Report Actually made its uh, It looks like it made Some barely, money back Just yeah, barely it, made its it budget back Production bu- budget is 18 mil Domestic total gross 2024 20, yeah. Well you know what yeah.
2: Back in that day That's considered a win Sure Because now it's yeah. like If you break even That's considered like Not making money
1: Super uh, Also apologies to the listeners If there's like Some yeah. music that you hear going on I think my neighbors are doing
2: Like their chores right now They're and listening they to Glass they you're listening to class on Mescaline. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> which is, by the way, I just saw The Matrix in re-release in Dolby. Oh, hell yeah. And How they, there? Okay, movie fucking slaps. But in the scene where they go to Neo's door, yeah. the yeah. guy says, something, 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 also want to do Mescaline. <laughs> which is crazy. That movie's supposed to be placed in the 22nd century. Yeah. I have a feeling they'd have something way cooler than Mescaline. Mescaline
0: 2. <laughs> mescaline 2.0. Digital uh, uh, Mescaline. <laughs> but it's a it like this. <laughs> back to the server report.
1: Yes. Uh, it's... It's kind of a... It's it's a tricky movie, and I... It's, yeah, it was
0: highly divisive when it came out. Yeah, and it's... In that, like, people either found it very interesting or didn't think it was funny, and they wrote it off completely, yeah, which is a majority of what this happened.
1: Is, this is a movie that I think if you're... Um, that it's very easy to read that the creators are, uh, uh, like, somewhat endorsing this behavior. Yeah. You know, or they... Th- or, you know, there's there's this sort of... This, this echo chamber that happens around like stuff like this yeah. where it's just like they think that just because something's happening means that you're supposed to think this is a cool guy. And this is Seth Rogen in like 2008, 2009. Sort of like his star is kind of
2: ascending. Yeah. He's, Big time. He yeah. knocked up was two years prior. Yeah. That's what shoots him into the stratosphere I feel like. Yeah. You, you know, know I feel like he's like only going up right Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got super
0: bad and Pineapple Express made in the oh, same yeah. year at the same time. Yeah. Pineapple and he, Express, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And he
1: chooses to, uh, pivot away from his kind of, like, cuddly stoner persona and just play, like...
0: Pathetic loser. Yeah, this psychotic, depressing loser. I
1: I mean, I I maybe just love this movie because I love... uh, I love watching movies about psychotic, depressive losers. Sure, I'm with you. There's something, like... There's something, like, weirdly cathartic about, like, looking at my... you know, we're we're recording in my apartment. And It's
2: kind of a pathetic place. <laughs> At now. least I think. so No, this yeah, is where Mark Maron records. <laughs> <laughs> how this could, is a great how could something Marin is related to be? <laughs> <laughs> be how could that be <laughs> pathetic? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, but there is something so cathartic about just, just like watching uh, a guy uh, be in like a like in way worse conditions than I am and have no idea how awful his life is, and he I, unabashedly goes for it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. why can I have that? Like this, like that. Like, why
2: can not I talk to the pretty makeup counter really? girl? <laughs> <laughs> Who's also insane? Yeah,
1: uh, I think here, <laughs> so. Uh, fucking crazy. This movie, she's Anna so good. Paris, I fucking love Anna. She's Anna so Paris good. Is so good. I think she's criminally. I think that I agree. she's very. Yeah? She's, she's great. She's not a mom now, right? Like like that's she's a like mom, she's,
0: yeah. yeah. She I has a that
2: podcast she, that's apparently pretty successful. And she so. records out of her house. Sure. Just like us. Just like Mark
0: Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> like Mer- she, like- too, locks <laughs> the gates. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, but, I mean, I was watching this movie, and I was just like, fuck. Like, Anna Faris is just so good. And I think
2: that yeah. she just kind of got, like... She gets typecast. I think as like kind of the ditzy. Hundred percent. She gets cast, uh, typecast as house bunny. Yeah.
0: Which is wild because she's so good at doing that that it's deceptive. Yeah. Do like, you think
2: that that's who she actually is? Exactly. She's like super smart. Yeah. No.
0: I mean, like uh, this and Just Friends. Love Just Friends. Exactly. Yeah. Her performance in Just Friends is wild. Yeah. And, but she uh, she ha- puts a lot of thought into playing really wild people, and yeah. I think she could be. She has a lot of potential, and they just kind of like pushed her into a hole. Kind of like Judy Greer
2: is another actress. She's not Love, so much ditzy, sure. but yeah, she became yeah, yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, yeah. That's mom. That's exactly what you mom want from the person. Mom. Yeah. yeah. What was your what Mason? What was your like first experience with Observe and Report? Did you watch so it re- when it was out?
1: No, I didn't. I had, didn't see this movie until this year actually. Okay. Because I think Car- uh, producer Carter.
2: Uh, you saw it before this episode. Yes. This okay. I had seen this movie before. We're watching I think,
1: it now. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching yeah, it's it right on the TV now. over there. That's what the music. is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, t- uh, and I watched it because like Carter was like talking up and down, and I think it. And uh, we are in we are in a a, a, a Facebook group together and we used to have like uh, when Rabbit streaming with the thing and you could have like group watch oh, okay, parties, yeah. we were thinking about doing one for this. Um, nice. But we they kind of shot it down because of uh, uh, the uh, there's... The scene? There's scenes, yes, yes. The scene? There's, uh, well there's a couple scenes. Sure, there's, yeah. There's two parts this time that like Kind of made me feel a little itchy right when they started, and then uh, when they, uh, and then as they went on, it's like okay. The one, the number, the first scene I think is the, uh, the uh, where uh, Seth Rogen and Anna Faris yeah. consummate their relationship, yep. yes, and she's do. like passed out on his bipolar. Yeah, like vomit. like you, she looks like she's passed out. I'm watching this, and I'm like oh. It is Fuck. dark. It yeah. is dark. And then, like, he stops and she says, why would you fucking yeah. stop? And I'm yeah. like, okay, we're good. That's oh, actually... We're good. It's so, it's and get so, out of the scene. Wait, maybe <laughs> not good. Maybe not good. But it's like... But there's yeah, no. There's the in- implication of some kind of... It's it's, it's tricky. I don't know how all to talk I about. I think
0: it's, that's what makes this movie so interesting is because Seth Rogen is applying... His cuddly teddy bear style thing yep. to a reprehensible person. Yeah. Someone who might not really know, who's like, like he's very No, he clearly doesn't He's very yeah. innocent. There yeah, exactly. Like a,
1: there is like a there's like a, a literal psychiatric
0: evaluation stuff yeah. in this
1: movie. And uh, like he just straight up has just said that he's like a, a dangerous, delusional person. Yeah, he says it
0: out loud, yeah. The, he's like <laughs> describing a dream he has where
2: he has a huge shotgun, is killing everything in sight, and everyone thanks him for it. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I give two takes sure. real quick? Yeah. yeah. I think that this is a rare case where a movie has actually aged both way better than it should have yeah, and definitely. way worse than it should have. Absolutely. All at the same time. Yeah. I yeah, think it yeah, is on yeah. equal footing where on one hand it's like, yeah, he is in a position of power, I yeah. guess, and he ends up making some decisions that are very questionable. Sure. But at the same time, I think the satire of toxic masculinity has aged unbelievably well. You, yeah, this is
1: like a very much like... It is like a, a, like a kind of a 20s, like a post-Me Too, or like kind of, you know, we're in this like kind of post-Me Too whatever era we're reckoning with, with the effects of like toxic masculinity yeah. and masculinity and power. And this is like a movie very concerned with that. And I think that a lot of
0: their, a lot of their lot work, of is. Yeah.
1: work and Danny McBride's work is, A concern with this, especially he's founded down.
0: They're obsessed with these like kind of sad dudes who really cling on to whatever authority they have as a white male, (laughs) yeah, adult white male, you know, and like this, especially uh, this is a guy who wants to be a cop because of the things that he wants to be law
2: and order. Exactly,
0: he wants, yeah, exactly, because otherwise, like uh, the uh, the Michael Payne character kind of points out, like no one respects you, man. Yeah, like (laughs) uh, other than the fact that you wear a badge to a certain degree, like that's all you have, and so like. It's, it's amazing how much like s- empathy they
2: put on these guys without saying that they are good. good ultimately. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't they don't yeah. make a judgment on them. No, they just show them in a really crazy way as honestly as they can. Yes, yes. and that's bruises and all. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think one moment for me that is really beautiful, actually, in this movie is he has that relationship with the Cinnabon Colette Wolf. Collette Wolf, oh, so oh, Colette Wolf, in,
0: she's so good. She's the, I think she's the key to the movie. In a lot <laughs> of ways, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think just the
2: fact
1: that like she like cause she's so sweet and I love Wolf. Yeah. and just any time that like the fact that she likes this guy is just like kind of just like enough that the audience needs to
2: yeah
0: to-
1: that is like
2: a little bit or like And not the completely mom I think repulsive. the mom The mom's yeah. Ronnie.
1: fucking wrong Ronnie. yeah. Ronnie's mom's so mom so Is yeah.
2: another key Because not only Does it show Colette Wolf, Colette Wolf shows that Someone actually cares about him sure. But yeah. the mom shows that He actually cares about Someone else yes. Regardless yeah. of the fact That it's his mom mm-hmm. You know He actually does Like when she passes out He puts the blanket yeah. over her He could be a shithead <laughs> And, and, and like, be like Peace yeah. out mom And like in
1: the like the Kind of like The <laughs> dark night of the soul Or the all is lost scene or whatever, And she goes I'm switching to beer I can yeah. have those Motherfuckers all day And he's like so happy Happy for her. I mean, that's, that's why. That's such why, a why. That's my
2: step think, for her. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: my. That was my Letterbox review this time. Was I'm switching to beer. <laughs> that's <laughs> why
2: this fits so well in the Nolan universe. Yeah. But like that, I think that scene with Colette Wolf, where she like opens up to him, yeah. and then he goes and beats the shed at of Patton yeah. Oswalt and basically bullies <laughs> yeah. him, and yeah. like almost pushes him in an oven into, an, into <laughs> a yeah. cinnabon oven. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that is like what beautiful moment because yeah. yes, that's how that character would. Yes. handle something like that. No, it's not appropriate, no. but no. it is the right thing to do in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what that line that that movie walks. Maybe
0: is. the most justice he he dishes out in the movie. Maybe Be. possibly the ending, whether that's real or not, we'll talk about. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Then um, I also just now you mentioned Patton Oswalt. I just want to do just like a quick spotlight oh, on how fucking the ensemble this cast, cast is. of this
0: is so 2009. It but hurts. also it, but like looking back on it, it's like there were some like real heavy hitters in this. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you start, You got Seth Rogen, Anna Ferris, yeah. Michael.
0: Pena. Michael Pena. One of my favorite Ooh.
1: Scientologists. One of my th- top <laughs> the, three
0: favorite the Scientologists. The saddest example of a man who is in Scientology where I'm like, I... I care so deeply for you. I, know. I think you're a fantastic actor. You seem like a really nice guy.
2: I wish you weren't a <laughs> <so laughs> uh, Michael Payne, and
1: he's fucking great in this dude. Oh, like he's insane. Yeah. He's so,
2: fu- I love, <laughs> uh, truly, <laughs> truly cares about Ronnie up until the end. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even until- after that, he does care he sends about a, Ronnie. He sends a postcard. Oh, he sends a
1: postcard yeah. from Mexico. <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta as his, like, oh as his the antagonist, is like his foil. His, like, s- yeah. It's just
2: like, insane.
1: Yeah. Just, like, really utilizing, like, the Ray Liotta crazy the eyes. Like, yeah. The sneer. Like I don't the, think he like opens his mouth much more. No, we, the
0: podcast. Really <laughs> it's amazing. His look, movie. actually makes right What's now. crazy
2: about Ray Liotta is he would be in a movie like this because sure. except for Goodfellas, I can't tell you a fucking movie that guy's in. Yeah, I, like off the top of my head, and except for *Observe and Report*. So <laughs> point, like I, when I think of Ray Liotta now, it's oh yeah, well, he's in *Goodfellas*. Oh, wasn't he an observer reporting yeah, he's, he's the <laughs> cop, yeah. Uh, so Celia Watson plays the mom. Yes. Her. Uh, we also got uh, Dan Backdahl
0: as yep. like the manager of the mall. Yeah, classic Veep performer and improviser extraordinaire. Yeah. Dan uh, the albino from The Heat. <laughs>
1: yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, John and Matt Wan as the U-Lens. Uh, oh, the the UN the the twins. Uwins. Love
0: the u Beautiful. Just uh, blah, <laughs> incredible. And uh, that scene where they're polishing guns and talking about new a <laughs> newly released guns Yeah. <laughs> as they're shooting at a shooting range it's uh, so precious Aziz yeah. Ansari
1: of Saddam that was <laughs> fucking crazy yes
0: yeah. the Aziz Ansari present in this film it, that's probably the one that doesn't hold up the most no yeah. that they just it's right. totally strange it. yeah. did you uh
1: did, anyway uh ben, in, we mentioned yes, uh Dan McBride
0: for a second yeah. Jesse Plemons Jesse Plemons <laughs> wow who Clemens! <laughs> I, I remember when I, so I saw this in theaters and he's, he was not a star he was probably he was on like Friday Night Lights yeah, it was yeah. Like probably okay. just known for that yeah but I saw him uh, and he was, the way they let him like really be the straight man for most of the movie I thought was like yeah. really funny he's yeah. like, 100% he's an interesting performer in the film um, and then lo and behold he becomes like one of the better TV actors <laughs> like to grace yeah. our, yes, our networks yeah that
1: was the first time I saw he's him he's in Breaking Bad for Breaking a little bad. Bad. He's, he's on a, Fargo
0: season 2 he's really in Fargo season
1: two? Yeah. 10. I like Fargo season two a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we should say Danny McBride as uh, credited, and this is like another scene when I saw it for the first time and was like, whoa. Oh boy. The, <laughs> boy. But he's credited, he's doing, so in the movie, if you're not familiar with it, he's doing like a, a weird affected like kind of cholo voice. Why cholo guy, what, yeah. And he's credited as a Caucasian crackhead. So I okay. think that They're trying to... Like, this is just, like, a a crazy guy. Like, they're not doing, like, a a caricature. Like, they couldn't... It's it's still a weird... Seen in a weird
0: performance. It, it, I think they, they make fun of him enough for it to be like I don't know it's weird because like there's the bit of like don't tell me how to kill people how many people have you killed none I've killed two
2: yeah yeah because <laughs> like,
0: yeah. like he's like the pathetic gangbanger kind yeah of guy.
1: and he gets like and he gets like his shit he he, he oh, yeah. and all his other crackhead buddies Ooh. get their shit kicked out of him
2: absolutely uh, yeah but I uh, An incredible cast from top to bottom yeah. even those smaller performers, like that you might not know they are definitely like I've seen that person yeah that person fucking rules. Definitely. Definitely. One of the other things, the reasons why I think this movie has aged so well is because of how violence is portrayed yep. on screen. Yeah. It's maybe one of the least glamorous films yes. that you can like show outside of maybe a war film yeah. <laughs> about how like brutal violence can be. And I actually yeah. think they, that like they, these guys do a good job of that in general. Absolutely. Because yeah. one of the only things I remember, I would saw this movie... This movie, I'm, I was 12 years old when this movie came okay. out yeah. and so when I was just being able to watch rated R movies this was one of them because I'm like oh this is going to be like an appetite like yeah. super bad yeah. like, I, that's, that's like, what I think
0: killed it but also makes it so fucking interesting in the first place 100% yeah is that like they, they brought this in there because Seth Rogen could have done whatever he wanted to yeah. And he did, and like they put this out, and it is uncomfortable. And everyone's like, Well, that, that one didn't work as much, I guess, yeah. right? But it's not trying to be Super Bad or Pineapple Express. It is like, I think of it more as like people say it's like Taxi Driver. I think yeah. of it as like an Elaine wow. movie as far as how much it, it like portrays shitty, yeah. shitty men. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I, yeah, it's just so interesting for the time it was released in, and no one really picked up on it until like a couple
2: years ago. Yeah, no, it, yeah. It, that's why I think it's aged well, and I think because one of the only things I remember when I watched it for the first time and this is a spoiler so if you really don't want to hear this plug yeah. your ears <laughs> plug your ears watch Turn it the movie,
1: off. put throw, pause
2: on this watch the movie then come back and listen to this talk this part of the throw away your computer your computer you built yourself <laughs> <laughs> fries, throw it all away yeah but spoiler when he shoots the streaker yes when oh he God. shoots the flasher yeah. yeah that is one of the most like affecting moments in the entire film yeah. and in violence in general yeah. because it is not glamorized nope. it is not cool it scares yeah. everybody it scares yeah. everybody it is in a public setting it is bloody <laughs> and it's one shot yeah and it doesn't kill him no, no. and that is, is on the so ground squirming it's yeah. crazy it's like
1: him bleeding out Yeah. There's a river of blood behind him on the floor <laughs> on like the tile floor of his yeah. makeup like this like Macy's or whatever the fuck yeah and he just and like Dan Backlow comes in and goes Ronnie what the fuck did you do and then out of is like holy shit, like freaking out. Yeah, and it turns out, yeah, it is. I think that this is also one of the best movies about like and it. You know, in, in the current twenty nineteen context, we're talking about guns a lot.
0: Sure, yeah. yeah, and
1: I think that this is a
2: and guns in public spaces. Guns yes. in public
1: spaces, especially, yeah. and uh, you know, you hear that the only thing that stops a good guy with a gun, bad guy with a gun, is a good guy with a gun or whatever. And I think that this is just. I think this movie makes a point that uh, if you're like, guns just kind of attract just like kind of broken lunatic. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Some, <coughs> you sure. Know, you can say you can make your argument. Uh, there, there is an argument and a position to be said that like you know you should have something. Locked away, be responsible with yeah. it. But this is so much like there's so much like gun fetishism in this.
0: These guys are talking about how great it would be to have a shotgun mounted on the back of their security guard. Yeah, box. yeah. And he's like
1: <laughs> you see like Ronnie like when he's like uh, fired from being the security officer, he's yeah. like and he's still like going to the mall or like casing or whatever. He's like reading like a tactical police yeah magazine <laughs> yeah. or
0: something, you know? Yeah. It, I think what's funny about that de- like all those details, like the fact that he's like obsessed with his masers and his, uh, masers, his tasers, <laughs> yeah, and his. Mas- Oh, I sound like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> you're so
2: stupid oh God, I can't believe
0: it but yeah it's like um, so I think Scott Tobias mentioned it in his um, new cult uh, canon like um, listicle which is a great series to read on Navy Club okay um, he talks about how like he like he's almost like a Wes Anderson character where like he's obsessed with his gear and the front that he puts sure, on yeah. and, and like his uniform and all the things that it represents about him his yeah. bike his motorcycle his old school cop motorcycle yeah, kind of thing yeah. yeah no I think that it's it's very Interesting character detail, and that yeah. like it's scary, but also like you know shows you that these people are real. Yeah, and that there's a culture around that yeah. kind of thing, yeah. and like it, it, they're out there, and like, they're yeah. they're in public spaces like yeah. this, and often are members of authority such yeah. as police officers or security guards or mall security. Or mall exactly, mall and the yeah. for, Like
1: it's like the Forest Pine Mall, yeah. Yeah, know this. Forest you know, Ridge.
0: Force, Force like, like, yeah.
1: I love that this place. That this also. You're not told where specifically it takes place. I like, know uh, yeah, that's so good. Looks like like maybe Arizona or something.
2: I don't know. But shot in New Mexico. Shot in New Mexico. So yeah. maybe that's it. Um, yeah.
1: but like I love that there's just uh the the how unspecific this mall is. Yeah, is <laughs> just like oh like. Yeah, but, like, it just reminded me of every mall I went to totally. when I was a kid. Yeah, you there know? are
0: corners and just, like, general, like, designs of, like, fountains and, like, those huge, yeah. like, plant walkways that they have. I'm like, I've been to malls like that all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, you know, like, that is is just that slice of Americana. Yeah, and just, like, great extras casting, too. Just, like, just yeah. regular-ass the looking The opening credits of this movie are I, so, yeah, I, it's, it's such awesome. a special you little got, moment. You
1: got the, I, I also, this perfect time to transition into the soundtrack so Great soundtrack Amazing uh, yeah. Heavy on Heavy on Some classic rock And any movie That like s- Not even Uses the band Yeah Effectively But starts out With a With like A Leave on Hell Band song and Yeah like, This is it baby it's We are ascending choice. It's so uh, good
0: Yeah it's very it like it reminds me of like the opening of the Big Lebowski or something. No, hundred <laughs> uh,
1: percent. What else is that? What else? I'm just looking at it. There's you this gotta... band called
0: Patto. Patto. Oh yeah, they used, used often in that. Yeah, film. the man and this other one. But yeah, like they're this yeah. great Gonzo. Bob Dylan. There's Bob, yeah Bob Queen, Dylan Queen
1: oh, Where's my mind? Two, <laughs> Queen
0: song. Where's my mind? Covered by the film's composer, who's a great musician.
2: Um, that is that's maybe the best song in this. The song. cover of I Where's know. My Mind is yeah. quite beautiful. It's yeah. and it's specifically how it's used. Yeah. chasing yeah. that guy yeah. through the mall yeah. in glorious
0: slow motion uh, and also I mean I'm going to I'll put this out there I think this film is very beautifully shot yeah. I think Tim Orr does an amazing job shooting it shooting Crazy a, shooting a, a character based comedy in widescreen like all the time like he's filling the frame with like a lot of interesting like there's like murals and there's like close up shots top down shots of like a gun cake and like
2: Tim Orr is another one of those guys who just hangs around that group the North Carolina kids he's David Gordon Green's like main cinematographer Yeah, so it's just crazy how like I heard that like on some podcast that like they even use like sound guys that they went to UNCSA with like it's just a committed group and they like what's so amazing and like there's a if you love these guys And I don't know if you like... Dak Shepard, but Dak Shepard's oh, podcast. He had, cool. he had Danny McBride ah. on the podcast. It's a great interview just for Danny McBride alone, even cool. regardless of what you think of Dak Shepard. Yeah. And he basically, what Dak Shepard says, I think is smart. He's like, people probably envy you for what you're able to achieve in your career, but what they should envy you for is the fact that what you get to do with your best friends. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that yeah. is really true. And like, you know, regardless of what you achieve or regardless of what you're able to do or not do, yeah. if you can do it with the people you want, to do it with, it doesn't even really matter what you're doing at a certain point. And that's what's so amazing about, and that's what I admire so much about this group of guys, Kevin McBride, Jody Hill, David Gordon Green, like anyone who really like is runs in that circle is that they get to do what they want to do. But they do it with the people they want to do it with. Yeah. They fucking live in Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. At this point, yeah. They're not even in fucking L.A. Yeah. It's they're, amazing. They're not Hollywood people at that point. Yeah. Okay, we well, you mentioned
1: the ending. So yeah. Is there a read on so is there a read that the end is just like total fantasy like taxi like taxi driver is red sometimes. Yeah. That's, I'm not 100. So, I do you describe to that kind of that read of the movie I don't
0: really know I think to a certain degree when you like read it that way I think it's hilarious that the ending is so in his corner yeah like it is like he gets everything that he wants and that he kills he gets the guy he brings him to jail he tells off the cops yeah he gets a girl you know I I think what would be what's interesting is that like if he got whatever he wanted like everything he wanted he would have gotten Brandy right although he tells her off too so I mean like it's kind of this this uh, inner moral catharsis for this guy (laughs) as pathetic as it is like I think it's uh so I just love that in the,
1: uh, in the, when he catches Ana Faris and Ray Liotta fucking yeah. in the car, that sex
0: scene is fucking wild. It's pretty yeah. wild. Ray Liotta is calling her by the wrong by, name.
1: By <laughs> yeah. And Anna Faris just get, like, just giving it like just yeah just so, so, into, it. And it's so, so into it funny. the
2: windows are so steep yeah it's incredible uh yeah. so funny uh
1: yeah i mean i i, I think that like it, i'm not a huge fan of the it's a, it was it was all a dream style sure. of reading yep. stuff uh, unless i get some unless the text supports it up to that point mm-hmm. you know um, and I think, like, kind of like the ending of Taxi Driver, it, this is a much more unsettling and, I think, quote-unquote truthful movie if it, like, he literally does get rewarded. Yeah, he's stuff, super grounded. You know? Yeah, exactly. And um, I think, yeah. It's, in, the, in the time that we're living... Uh, in this modern day modern era
0: uh lord's year of 2019 even
1: if you are uh an unhinged maniac and uh let's just say for example you uh shoot a uh mentally uh unwell person in a costco and get away with it (laughs) sure you may not like get the key to the city or whatever but you're like you're gonna have
0: people in your corner regardless probably yeah especially if they're terrorizing other individuals yeah maybe
1: i don't know and uh uh you, it, the, there is like some, like it. He, he straight up shoots a guy you know, Yeah <laughs> he does An unarmed man and gets rewarded for it basically He and gets promoted that, Yeah <laughs> gets promoted and I think that, that that's like the more uh, If that's like tr- Truly what happened like in the text if it's like Real uh, that is Just like a way more stunning indictment Than if it was like fantasy, like it just something yeah. that
0: fantasy. I think it's interesting to read this as a grounded film all the way through because right. of what it implies about reality yes. and just kind of like shows you, I think we we're talking about how Travis Bickle is, didn't, you didn't mention it, but he is a, he's a soldier, uh, like, yeah, right? he was, yeah. He's a veteran, veteran. yeah, he's a veteran. He's a vet. He has a lot missing from his heart, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, I think what's funny or interesting about this movie is that Ronnie is probably a guy we've all been to school with. Oh, he yeah. Like, yeah, the, that's the thing is like
1: you, we all probably know a Ronnie, like a guy that just like stuck in his has stayed in his hometown and yeah. lives at home and has just, like, kind of a menial yeah. job at the, at the mall. Or, yeah, you know. has a
0: troubled home life. He's kind of a shitty kid to others yeah. because of that home life, yeah. maybe. Uh, a little, like, mentally unwell. Like, the mom mentions that his his dad left because it was so much to take care of him. Sure, yeah. And I think what's it, that's, that's such a sad and sobering detail of the movie because then it complicates this thing that like you feel uncomfortable laughing at ronnie you feel weird like rooting for him <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah but you understand i think what these guys are amazing at is making you understand where they come from yeah um, exactly more than empathizing with them
2: at and all. that's almost more important than are you laughing yeah you know yeah. and that's what is so amazing and that's why i know a marger on the it's on the list podcast Fully recommend Observe oh, and report. I will
1: co-sign that But you've got to Fully recommend From from me as well From two I, of the three And Lucky yeah,
2: I, mean, we I get a fully? hate this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't really, actually It's
0: really fucking <laughs> shit. So this
1: is the Glutton for punishment episode Folks This yep.
0: is the uh, <laughs> Gotcha um, uh, No I, I fully endorse this film I think there's a lot of Caveats to it I think it's interesting To show this film to people uh, Because it is about something Like yeah. I think it, it's a, It's a weird thing to be like That's a funny comedy like I wouldn't show people, uh, someone, our friend Thomas here, sure. friend, uh, mentioned this movie in league with something like Freddie got fingered a film that is not so blatantly like comedic on a mainstream level no. yeah. and might have like some sort of underlying okay, opinion yeah. to it, you know, yeah. like in the same sense that like they got this in mainstream theater. Audiences, yep. Warner got to Brothers released Warner Brothers produced and released this film because Seth Rogen was like, Guys, this guy knows what he's talking about. I want to do it the way he wants to do it. Yep, yeah. And for better or worse, we got a very singular, interesting film and an interesting comedy. Yeah, it goes to very scary corners, very interesting
2: places. Um, and if you went in expecting Super Bad or Knocked Up or yeah. any one of those kinds of comedies that were being released, which by the way, RIP that long era, time. Era, era of our lives era, as well. Yeah, yeah. And what I also think is interesting is this is so. Sort of related to observe and report, but just that time period in general yeah. is I. After having seen the Matrix, and that movie came out in 1999, I think that basically I'll call this the James Cameron effect. Okay. I think from Titanic to Avatar was a peak of film. Yeah, in a way. I, yeah. I can, I can, I, I, I can read that because yeah, technology yeah, okay, had yeah. gotten to a point where it was being, quote-unquote, perfected, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have the next big thing yet. So things were being made at a level that they knew they could be made at, and we were getting specs, and we were getting original stuff. Because technology had reached a peak, we were seeing peak of what that technology could do. Then Avatar comes around, completely throws a wrench in everything. Then in 2009, when then you you have a couple years where you don't really have the MCU, but then 2012 and... Or uh, 2012 with the Avengers Then I think Iron Man The first Iron Man's what 2008? Yeah, yeah. So literally yeah. Like Dark, before Dark, this yeah, yeah Dark Knight and, It
1: was like Dark Knight And Iron Man Were 2008 the same year Yeah ago. Like the t- I remember Like 2007 was the year Where it was like A bunch of sequels In the summer And like oh it's was a box I was gonna be able To sustain this And then the next year It was the Dark Knight And Iron
0: Man Yeah I guess those Are kind of like The jaws of our Generation sure. basically Which yeah. just kind of like Is the tipping point And it starts us off In this really weird Path of sequels And yeah, high reboots. budget Yeah reboots yeah, for, exactly And, and
1: Disney is buying Everything Thing, yes. And, uh, you know, there's not like the there's not as many like I was just watching uh uh before we all came over I was watching this uh I was watching this Catherine Hepburn Spencer Tracy movie called Ooh. Without Love. Okay. Uh, the DVD skipped it. Didn't finish it. Didn't really feel like <laughs> trying to fix it because I was like not terribly into the movie. Sure. But it was an MGM movie, and I'm like, oh, when was the last time we saw right. an MGM movie? It yeah. didn't have like the Sony logo in front of sure. it or something. Yeah. You know, like it's, Well,
2: we got to wait for Adams Family. That's, that's oh, going to be it. True. Oh, that's going to be like they're going to bring it back. Yeah. 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 That's true. what MGM is going to mean. They're mostly doing a lot of TV. At well, this point.
1: if you've heard the if you've heard the news, apparently Joker is the 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 new apex of cinema. <laughs> the Todd Phillips Joker. Oh, fuck movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that I think would be is spiritually similar to Joker in a much different way. Oh no, you can come in. You're good, dude. Cousin Luke. Cousin Luke. I love the unofficial the unofficial out. third host <laughs> of the podcast. He's kind
2: right. of the, in a lot of ways the mascot of the show. Yeah, like I'm then, so excited. It was, uh, was Jennifer's right body
1: that he came in. That, yes. that I had to
0: open the door and let him in.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I said i recommend this. I think, this, I like with Rocky, there are a couple of caveats. I would like try, I would if I was showing this to somebody, I would preface it with being like, hey, you know, this is a movie about uh, an unstable guy, blah, blah, blah.
0: Some dark things happen. Some in dark in
1: things it. happen. I just want to give you a heads up. Yeah. Uh, like, it,
0: this reminds me of another movie that I love in this, I think it's like very much a spiritual sister to Observe and Report, uh, um, which is uh, Diablo Cody's Young Adult. Oh, I love young adult. I, am, I love young adult as well. Yeah, I love
1: well. yeah. Diablo I mean, you guys talked about Jennifer's
0: it. body. Yeah. It's awesome. That was amazing yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, but yeah, I think that's another film that's like you know coming from someone who made Juno and whatnot. That, mm-hmm. that is a much more of a bummer of a movie than one would expect. <laughs> such a fucking bummer. It is also, also Penelope Pen and Wolf. Yeah, like what? A, oh, she isn't there. Yeah, she, she is the pivotal moment of Young Adult. That's yeah. which is why I love that movie. But yeah, I think it's like it's a very special comedy that's not for everybody. I'm but uh, for those who kind of really will get what it's going for, will think it's a really special totem of its time. Like, it's like, someone put on Letterboxd, like, it is the proverbial end of the slacker movie era. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah, I probably i, mean, yeah, it, I don't it, know like, what else is like what is you, another slacker movie that's coming out other right? comedies that happen right after that are all like you know like you get into the greek and stuff like that sure after that i think that whole type of like buddies hanging out comedy the appetite era yeah. changes into something else that is not you know like wasn't as magical as it the becomes first. like then the, the, the appetites of the money which, goes away the money goes yeah, away exactly, and then i also yeah. think
1: that like the kind, for whatever reason not I don't know if audiences are really clamoring for this but I feel like the sort of modern comedy film is like very like autobiographical very interesting I at least it's like I'm not like looking at like a list right now saying it's yeah, like I got going that. off my memory it's like you know like when I think of like 2010 era comedies and even like with Avatar it's like you know this is 40 or whatever yeah. or like Sleepwalk
0: With Me uh, sure, there's the whole indie side of it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I and qualify Swiss Army Man as one it, of my favorite comedies. Ooh, I love yeah. Swiss Army yeah. Man. Great, but yeah. Uh, oh. On a mainstream level, I saw it in your in your uh, shelf, Game Night. Game Night fucking rocks. Game Night's one of the best yeah. comedies I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, and how the maybe, fuck did that happen? I don't know. And yeah. don't
1: talk
0: about Game Night on the podcast? Oh, I would, I would love to <laughs> talk about Game Night. That movie's so good. I love Game... I have a lot of... About, i have a couple of theories about game
1: night sure game. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh god nothing like nothing like crazy but i i it, there's i like there's a read on that movie that i have that i am curious if other people
0: have uh, we'll, we'll I talk about it about. off the, i want to hear you guys yeah, yeah, the yeah. oh, oh, Game, game turn starring jesse Plemets?
2: that's the connection Our right boy. there i think mean, should we just go out on that uh yeah i mean maybe I think,
1: <laughs> I, think we, I think we do we've been talking for uh we've been talking for a while folks sure. uh rocky
0: Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. It's so much fun, uh, yeah. Thanks for indulging me in the things that I love that not many people (laughs) (laughs) love. That's what this podcast is kind of all about. This is the most indulgent
1: podcast uh, yeah, and we're just so happy to have you. If people want to, uh, if people like, uh, like you, uh, weird, <laughs> whoops, where can we, uh, where can we find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter, Rocky Pajarito, um, and then I'm on Instagram. And if you want to watch things that I do, I have a live stream comedy show I make with some lovely folks called Everything Now. Yeah, on no one was on
1: it a couple weeks ago. No one was on it actually the day that we recorded our pilot episode. Oh, yes. interesting. I don't remember
2: what show that was, I'm trying to think. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> no,
1: don't it's know. like a mid-August
2: show. Yeah. Yeah. Noah is a, uh, a regular
0: as part of the ensemble, and uh, we just do live improv comedy with your help. You matter, and you help make the show insane. Yeah, it's so on Twitch, right? Come check it out. Everything now show on Twitch, basically. Gotcha. Every Wednesday and Sunday? Wednesday and Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, nice. It's, nice. Uh, it's a wild time.
1: Uh yeah. So uh, if you're interested in me, I'm on Instagram at hot dog uh, I also have another you know what? I'm gonna just plug my other Instagram account where I Do just it. post pictures of the uh pictures of the sky that I think are pretty
0: and it's, Whoa, cool. it's called know. Good Sky Tonight, and tonight is spelled T-O-N-I-T. That sounds great. So, um also my Instagram handle is the Lawn Wrangler. It's not Rocky by <laughs> If you like a Rocket, Wrangler. yeah. <laughs> and
1: cool. then uh I'm also on Letterboxd, that's the other place. And uh uh oh Rocky, are you going Letterboxd also? I am.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm i so it's just R-O-N-C-K-Y. It's um, <laughs> smart. Which is weird because I, I changed my name and got rid of my avatar to, like, hide. So I can, like, you know, if I'm trying to work in the industry, I don't want to piss anybody sure. off. Yeah, that's but,
1: what, I don't rate things on Instagram, on Letterboxd yeah, anymore. Exactly. Which, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh,
0: which is funny also because I'm, like, Generally an agreeable guy If yeah. I, I try to be as nice About all movies as possible Yeah or, yeah that's the thing yeah, yeah so But yeah if you want to Follow me on there I write some stuff occasionally I have this huge uh, My favorite movies list that I'm trying to like Write each uh, movie an entry You know like trying sure.
2: to Sure nice. Do a little diary But yeah I'm on there too Gotcha uh, You can follow me on Twitter But I don't want you to <laughs> Oh <laughs> So I'm not gonna say Where I'm at You guys are stupid <laughs> Y'all are fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> what, what can I plug I try I think what I'm gonna try and do Don't hold me to this but I think I'm gonna just try and plug something that I like. Uh, I'll plug Go Support Dodger Baseball. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Los Get a Dodger dog. Get a Dodger dog. A Listen a Dodger. to the velvet pipes of Vin Scully if you can't make it to the game. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Bellinger's probably going to win the NL MVP. He's having a hell of a season. My God, uh, go support Dodger baseball. Dodger <laughs> baseball. <laughs> 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 good plug. Good plug. Good, good plug. Uh, plug. Observing reports available on Netflix for a little bit if you want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows how long it's going to be on there? Knowing what that movie is, probably not very long.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they put it on there in the first place. But they also released a Jodie Hill movie two years
2: a year ago. Yeah, the White tailed Deer. Yeah, yeah.
0: A, a cute film. Not my favorite, but it's. Uh, I think it's a. It's an endearing uh, outing by him. It feels like. a... Link Lauder family movie like those like Bad News Bears Sure School of Rocket Interesting Dang. Oh yeah interesting. It's a weird one but it's also very much about dudes who are obsessed with guns America and all oh. these like kind of themes So of it's the a Jody Hill one. movie It's a Jody Hill movie
2: which we all seem to love Yeah
1: Well uh, thanks for listening to the pod everybody We will see you when we
2: see you uh, Who knows when the next one will be but we'll see you then <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye Bye <laughs>